What's up, peeps? It's Vec. You're tuned in to a new episode of The Rewiring, an informative and motivational podcast for young adults. I discuss current events, tips on improving mental and physical state, as well as tips on how to invest into your career choices. Every topic is meant to lend a helping hand, so if you're looking for a bit of a push or pull, then I'm your man. Stay tuned. Last episode, we talked about two of my favorite holidays, Good Friday and Easter. Today, we'll be discussing the school system and what university's plans are for the remainder of the semester, as well as the upcoming academic school year. Now, this is a discussion that I've been eager to talk about. Now, as we all know, all universities have completely moved to online classes, and Zoom is the main source of communication. Now, there are some negatives and positives to the universities utilizing Zoom for class, and here's a couple. As far as the negatives, students are still having trouble adjusting to online classes because they are so used to meeting in person rather than virtually. That's understandable because transitioning from actually being in class to virtual class has been pretty much difficult for me. Reason being is it's going to take some some getting used to. I have to adjust just like many other students. We're not all good with working online. We'd much rather be face-to-face with our teachers and able to discuss with them in person rather than emailing each other. And it just doesn't work as well as it's planned to be. But this is all we can do right now. So I can't complain. A lot some a lot of teachers are doing a very good job at adjusting to this and getting information out to students. But the other half aren't doing so well at this. Teachers are having just as bad of a time adjusting to this situation as the students. Now on to the rest of the negatives. This one is pretty interesting. There have been reports of pornography use while in the class sessions. Wow. Really? Now, according to USA Today, a teacher by the name of Feldman at the State University of New York in Albany stated, someone had posted pornography on a shared screen. Racial slurs followed shortly after. The person responsible remained disruptive, Castle said, by swearing and harassing students in the channel. Eventually, the professor gave up. About 15 minutes in, she apologized and canceled the class. Wow. It's crazy because I've actually experienced something similar to that. I attend Tennessee State University, and students do have a habit of getting on a call and saying different things just for a laugh. And although it's funny sometimes, it's also very immature. Now, another negative is that students are complaining about the professors showing no sympathy by assigning way too many assignments at once and have no idea about the situation the students may be experiencing back home. And this is very much true because I have a couple friends who don't have Wi-Fi back home. They do not have access to internet connection. And another thing, for a lot of students, being at school was the only place that kept them motivated and kept them on their grind to get their education and being back home may take them back to old habits they may not be focused on you know getting all the assignments done and once so many assignments are stacked up virtually eventually people are going to say whatever 
I'm not about to do it. So I do understand. Now, enough of the negative side. Let's get into the positive side. Now, the positive side of the virtual classes is that students can still receive their education, although the university is shut down. And the teachers are way less strict because while at home, students can lay in the bed while still in class. Come on now. You're chilling in the bed. Why you in class? <laughs> now, a lot of students and parents have the question of how are the universities supporting the students? Okay. Now, students at all different universities all across the world put out a petition so that their grades would not be highly affected due to the fact that universities have been closed. And all students do not do well with online rather than in person, like I mentioned earlier. So with that being said, some universities have decided to give students an increased letter grade of whatever they received. For example, if I receive the C, it'll be switched to a B. That's wonderful. Next, universities are now in the process of issuing out refund checks to those students who stayed in the residence halls and had meal plans. I actually stayed in the campus apartment, so this is great news. Now, also, some uni universities will still hold a graduation for seniors, and that's fantastic because it's well-deserved. Also, universities are still planning for the upcoming school year. They are going to get scheduled for things such as freshman orientation as well. Now, since the school system seems like it's doing pretty well, let's talk a little about health and wellness. Now, the mental disorder for today goes by the name of narcissistic personality disorder. Now, I've heard the word narcissist a couple times in movies, but I've never heard anyone say anything about a narcissist in person. Now, what is this narcissistic disorder? This is a mental condition in which people have an inflated sense of their own importance. A deep need for excessive attention and admiration, troubled relationships, and a lack of empathy for others. But behind this mass of extreme confidence lies a fragile self-esteem that's vulnerable to the slightest criticism. But according to mayoclinic.org, a couple symptoms that you can notice about a person or yourself to know whether or not you have this particular disorder is that a person with this have an exaggerated sense of self-importance, have a sense of entitlement, and require constant excessive admiration, expect to be recognized as superior even without achievements that warrant it, exaggerate achievements and talents, be preoccupied with fantasies about success, power, brilliance, beauty, or the perfect mate, believe they are superior and can only associate with equally special people, monopolize conversations, and belittle or look down on people they perceive as inferior. Expect special favors and unquestioning compliance with their expectations. Take advantage of others to get what they want. Have an inability or unwillingness to recognize the needs and feelings of others. Be envious of others and believe others and envy them. Behave in an arrogant or haughtily manner. Coming across as conceited, boastful, insist on having the best of everything, for instance the best car or office hate to say it i have some of these characteristics but that doesn't make me a narcissist right you guys can see an actual example of narcissist activity in a movie called sleeping with the enemy you should check it out there are many different ways you can help yourself if you're someone who suffers from this or know someone who could potentially be a victim number one 
Know what your triggers are. Manage your impulses. Consciously choose a new set of empathetic responses. Celebrate the decision you've made to a better person. Take responsibility for everything that happens in your life and practice gratitude. Now, as far as the health side, there are also particular lifestyle changes that can help with this as well. As far as food, you should focus on eating more foods grown from the earth and avoid meats because meat holds pain and that energy of the animal before it died, which is negative. Lastly, practice breathing exercises, which will help calm down the mind overall. Take heed of this information, guys. Once again, I got this information from mayoclinic.org. Go check it out. Speaking of improving yourself, you guys should really start thinking about your futures if you haven't already. Each and every day, you should all think of ways to improve yourselves to become the best version of yourselves. One way to improve is to think about how you can become a better businessman or businesswoman so that you can gain from these habits. Also, think about different ways you can venture out and make more sources of income. Independently, of course. Here's a couple tips on how to become a better businessman or businesswoman, according to Pato.com. Get gritty. Grit is the go get em personality. Challenge yourself, be passionate, take risks, and trust yourself. Speaking of taking risks and trusting yourself, that's just what I did when I started investing in myself and became an independent business owner. I am an independent business owner in the largest, most liquid financial market in the world, a $7.6 trillion market to be exact. And it allows me to make two sources of income and also learn a skill set to help me learn to budget my money and spend my money wisely. Now, speaking of budgeting, you guys should really start thinking about how you can prevent yourself from spending unnecessary money. There are ways to help you guys learn to refrain from going to stores and just spending, spending, spending rather than saving, saving, saving. Use your money to invest into yourself. Invest into your dreams and passions. You know, there's nothing wrong with wanting to just treat yourself to a nice outfit or some junk food, but you really want to start refraining from doing those things and just spending your money on ways to help you gain even more finances. Here's how. Now, according to moneyorder30.com, there are a couple different ways that you can learn to budget your money. Number one, track your spending automatically. You can do this easily by using the single card method. This is when you use a single debit or credit card for all of your purchases and you let technology do your tracking for you. Step two, know your monthly nut. You should start jotting down all of your monthly expenses, such as car notes, rent, and etc. See how much you will have left over. And if you don't have enough to live off of, you should really start thinking about earning more income. Step three, put your money on autopilot. This helps to eliminate any anxiety that you may have. Think about whether or not you paid your bills or not. So with your money on autopilot, it automatically pays your bills for you. And last but not least, step four, spend the rest without worry using a spending allowance. Now, this is the money that you have left over after your monthly expenses and savings. So this is the money that you can use to go out and buy anything that you want. Now, this is smart spending, people. Once again, I got this information from moneyunder30.com. If you want further information about budgeting and smart spending, make sure you go check it out. Thank you guys for tuning into a new episode of The Rewiring. Speaking about where the school system stands at the current time, health and wellness, and a little motivation for the future makes me pleased to know that you guys have consumed this information and are applying it to your lives. In the next episode, I'll be diving into a topic that seems to never come to a cease. 
flat earth versus round earth believers. Thank you guys for tuning again. Follow my Insta at VecDepree for updates on upcoming shows. Catch me again on the next episode of The Rewiring. I'm outie!